<laughs> Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> oh man, you see how these nights start off already. Oh, this your boy Van Dago Diddy in the building with that B I B I T in. You see how this is already starting off with people laughing. This is. Did you really just say that? And uh, I give y'all the disclaimer, man. It's it's uh it's the weekend. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's celebrating the fact that it's a weekend. So uh, go ahead and tuck the children in. We're gonna try not to be too too grown, but at the same time, though, sometimes to get your point across, you end up being a little bit grown. We grown as fuck. Fuck that shit. See, there we go. Already, can we? <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not on the radio because they wouldn't play nothing. They wouldn't play nothing. Nothing. So we're gonna try to not. <laughs> oh, we can't cuss on this one. We can, but we just don't have to hit everything with the, you know. Uh, I like to make some commercials and things down the line, and then some of the good stuff be cut out because we just went Richard Pryor, and Millie Jackson on folks, and then it's true. The song goes in. Ain't nobody worried about nobody cussing on no podcast. Mm. Not on the podcast itself. When I try to make those little commercials and ads and all that. You yeah. don't be cussing in the commercials? No, I don't. This is Fruit of the Fucking Loom. Buy that shit. I've never seen them do that. See? Not even on my Canadian station. Look, there is a commercial. It's like some hot sauce commercial. They put that shit on everything. Well, that's cool. They rich. I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still under the thing where you have rules and regulations. So, <laughs> so until my show is picked up by some big sponsor that says, hey, here you go. We're going to work with you and, well, you know, we'll figure it out. Until then, you know, PG-13, maybe a tad bit R-ish, but, I mean, brother trying to make some money. Tad bit R-ish. <clears throat> you know? Go on here and pick this nigga up. <laughs> Just go on here and let him. <laughs> oh Give man! Him go ahead, sponsor this motherfucker right here. See, I'm telling you, we're gonna do this all night. It's just, this, this, this what we gonna do. <laughs> I am vouching for you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut half the. Well, the first part at least, perhaps I don't know. People, <laughs> Lord have mercy, uh, Lord have mercy. So, anyhow, outside of. Uh, what is it? FCC ratings and all those other rigmarole. What's what's been going on with you, yo? Shit, not there. <clears throat> I'm single, right? I'm I've been single for a few months, and I'm finding that being single is quite different in your late thirties. Like the shit that you might have kind of entertained before, mm-hmm. like. In your twenties, mm-hmm. ain't shit that you willing to entertain now. Nah, in man. your late thirties, so that that's no, that's different. Yeah, wait till you hit your forties and see what you don't tolerate. Oh, Lord. <laughs> ah, wait till you hit that number. Then you're just like, oh man, oh man. I heard you read three times in a row. This is not gonna work. Yeah, so you know, that, that's mm-hmm. it. it's always a little bit different. It's a hey. little different, so. Hmm. Well, side out there on the tippy. Just saying. Hey, you, you live and you learn, man. I'm trying. Hey, who was it? Uh, the dude from the Warriors, Golden State, and his dad was gonna leave his wife. Oh, yeah. And that cat was trying to give him all the warnings about why he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like at this age, brother, no. You just need to work out whatever your issues are and stay home. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's like, like scary eye, but it's like scary like what the fuck? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's different. Very much so. Very different. So, yep. I'll say that much. It's a whole new world, yo. Yeah. A whole new world. I think just the older you get in, in trying to date, is it's a whole separate adventure. Because you, you hitting, you know, in that 30 window, just imagine, man. Imagine what a single brother in his 40-some-odds got to deal with. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm a little bit closer than 40, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, <clears throat> I went to the liquor store the other day. And so, you know, I I get out my car and I start to walk towards the store. But I got to walk across the park a lot a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I look both ways to make sure that my ass don't get hit because motherfuckers just be driving and whipping through the parking lot and shit like it ain't nothing. So, I, you know, I kind of look as I'm crossing and I make eye contact with somebody sitting in their car. They wave, you know, I nod my head, I keep going. Mm-hmm. So I get in the store, I do my shit, and I come out. This nigga's still sitting in his car. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, okay, I try to avoid eye contact because I don't want no words to be exchanged. And I get in my car. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling the fuck out. This nigga get out his car and steps in front of mine and tries to get me to stop by waving me down. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nigga, I got out the car, walked in the store. If you wanted to say something to me, you should have got your ass out your car and walked Man. in the store and said something. Now, not that I would have conversed, but you might have had a better chance versus just walking up on me in my car when I'm trying to pull the fuck out at dusk. And me not knowing you, like, nigga, I don't know you. I'm not rolling down my window. I'm not stopping to say hi. I'm not doing none of that shit. Now, maybe when I was 20. Mm-hmm. I might have been like, okay, hmm, he low key. Let me stop and see what he want. Tee hee, not no more. <laughs> like, nigga, hey, I don't man. know you. I don't want to know you. You it's had just, an opportunity. It's the, man. I'm it's the way that it works now, so man. I'd be like, it's shit like that. That'd be a little weird. It's, I'm telling you, you know what I mean? But at least, look, I've made eye contact with people totally by accident. Cause I probably need to get some glasses and my vision is bad. And I'm just trying to make out who it is sometimes. If I know the person, if I don't know the person, <laughs> so people take that the wrong way. Like I'm really staring at them. Yeah. I'm, I'm really just trying to focus and just trying to figure out, do I know them or do I not know? Them? And I end up kind of doing like that innocent wave. Like, Oops, you know, my bad. <laughs> but then they're like, Hey, how are you? And I'm just like, Oh no, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm partially somewhat blind at the moment. I don't really know you, but hey, how are you now? I feel like I'm obligated to talk to this person mm-hmm. because of how hard I was staring at them by accident. You know, I don't want to just tell them, uh, you know, I really couldn't see and I wasn't really sure who I was looking at. So I was just kind of staring down the way. So, ah, you know, that's it. So, right, so such is life. Sometimes it happens that way. Yeah. So what can you do? Awkward. Very. Awkward. Very. So see, so during the week, I had some interesting conversations with some of the homies as far as would you, like one of the things was would you refer a friend of yours 
or a job, even if you knew how they were as your homie, would you still refer them? And would you feel like you're responsible if they get in this position to screw it up? So, you know what? Back in the day, I would have been like, yeah, I'll refer them. And now I don't feel responsible. I'm a little older now. So, no, I would not refer them. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I would feel responsible. Really? I would. See, I know I'm totally opposite. I really, because I feel like it's a reflection on my judgment. Mm-mm. Not for me, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, it ain't. Look, man, I'm going to tell you, if this person, because all I'm doing is saying, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I want that 1500 that comes with them for staying for X amount of months. That's all I'm saying when I put my name on that paper. Now, right. if you ask me, how is this person? And I'm going to tell you, as a friend, they're reliable, loyal, honest. We've been cool, this, that, and the other. I've never worked with this person. I've never held a job with this person. <laughs> I've never been their boss. They've never had to report See, to me at a certain time. They're what I loophole. Y'all. I don't know what their attendance is like because there's nothing that we, when we sign to go somewhere, they show up. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> See, that, that makes sense. But to me, I feel like people are talk about their jobs all the time. And then, you know, you've been in them type of groups where one of your friends started talking about their job and then you real you, you kind of get to know what they do either because you ask or they tell you. Mm-hmm. And then you be like, nigga, your job ain't that hard. Why you make it so difficult? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Then, and see, that's where I would feel bad. Like, damn, I knew this nigga don't work for shit. Like, no. Fuck. But see, that's that's not my problem. That's not my problem. You ain't writing the check out. No. Okay. No, because if it. you can come in, if you can come in, because they got to understand, I only know this person on a personal level. So I don't know what they do on a professional. You know what I mean? I have no idea. You know what I mean? So if you, if they can sit there and go through your line of questioning and then pass your screening and your drug testing and second and third interview. True. That's That is now your project. You know what I'm saying? Because that's true. I haven't done anything more with this fool than hang out. So if you want my word, (laughs) like I tell people, can you refer me? Like I try and tell people, half the time, I don't know where I stand with the company. So putting my name on there might hurt you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might not help you at all. So if you want to roll the dice and put my name on your paperwork, it's a 50-50. It could go good. It could go bad. It just depends on who holds it, who says they know me. And then kind of what's our rapport? You say I might have cut somebody in the cafeteria one morning to get a breakfast burrito, and they hate me from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and they're like, "Oh, you're a friend of him. He's he's rude and disrespectful." You know what I'm saying? So, like, no. you know, and then you could get the person who I paid for their breakfast one morning. They're like, oh, I love that guy. So it it just really depends. Do what you want, but if you stay past that said time, True. I'll appreciate it because then I get that money. Then after that, you could get fired. You could quit. I don't care what you do, but I got that referral bonus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all that matters. Hey, they could come to me and tell me so-and-so that you referred stole three laptops on his last day. I'd be like, man, that's a trip. So anyhow, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? 
about it is they'll have more personal information about this cat than I do. Mm. You see, I don't know their social. I don't know their family members' names. I don't know other names they've gone by. I don't know other addresses and so forth. I can't help you. I have one cell phone number. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shooting. I think he stays down on such and such. What do you put on the application? Because that's probably the most recent. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We meet places now. I never go by his house. So I don't feel that. I so my thing is, when I worked at one job, there's the homeboy, white homeboy. He gets his dude hired on. And I tell him, hey, your homeboy is in the bathroom doing meth. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what if he gets fired? That's your homeboy. You got him put on. He passed a drug test. He passed a interview process. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? I was like, but if that was to happen, what's that got to do with me? So that's their problem. Now, I think yeah. he probably had a little bit more, you know, comfortability and leeway because of the whole, he's the white dude. His homeboy was the white dude. Black folks tend to not want to have anything go against them at all. Yeah. But I don't worry about it because that's not my problem. If you want to, you have to really find a reason to fire me. You can't fire me because of a referral. You might not listen to nobody else I refer but you can't, yeah, right. you said you can't fire me for a referral. Absolutely. I just right. said he needed a job. I just, <laughs> that's all, hey, I washed my hands at that point. Might sway back the other way. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is that I'll still refer people, but that's it. Usually it's not my department either, so. That part too. It's just to get you into the company no matter where you land, so. See, my thing, man, I I try I would try to hire as many of my people as possible so we can do some kind of takeover because one of them is going to be management material. That's going to start with a fresh slate that's going to be able to infiltrate the system. And just next thing you know, you see us all on one team. Like, here we go. Here we go. It's the takeover. It's the takeover. Our team ain't going to get shit done, but it's going to be <laughs> nah, the most lit. You know what? We, we, when me and the whole boy was doing uh, management work together, they put me and my homeboy in the same team. And then it was actually, so we were the, what were, I guess the team lead, supervisor, whatever. Then the manager got pissed because he was so far out of the loop because me and dude ran the whole team. So when he took us in to complain about us, and we showed everything that we get done in the first couple of hours of the day, which is why we look like we're not doing nothing the rest of the day, all they could tell him was, we don't really see the problem. <laughs> like Everything is done. The team is running smoothly. Everybody is happy. What's wrong here? And that's typically what happens. When you work Mm -hmm. with people that you cool with, shit just, it's easy to get things done. Oh, man, it was so easy. And we we played off each other's strengths. Yeah. He wasn't really a people person, and I wasn't that one that liked to type up everything. Right. So he'd be like, hey, well, you go talk to everybody about X, Y, Z, and let me know, and then I'll type it all back up. Works for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it works for me, bro. I'll put our names on it. If they want the report from you, I'll just put your name on it. But yeah, I don't want to talk to all these people. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go talk to them. Let's go. Next thing you know, we're both in HR. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, why are we here? Like, I was like, why are you complaining that everything is done? I don't get it. You know what I'm because then it's like the rest of the day, you guys aren't doing anything. Uh-huh. HR is like well based on what you're presenting Everything is done So I, don't, I think when it's the homie And you start off that way You're good But it, I think it's just It's the fake homies in the offices that get you You know what I mean If you, I feel like when you work in the office If you don't like me Just say you don't like me 
You know what I mean? I can live with that. I'm not going to take you to HR if I know you don't like me. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? See, that's the thing now. Like, I don't really got no no real solid, solid friends on my team. (laughs) 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 Right? Like, I got, like, friends on other teams that I talk shit about with the team members on my team. So mm-hmm. we all work well together, but we're all each accountable for our own work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't, I don't really have no friends on the team like that. I, I mean, maybe one, I say maybe one, but I'm going to tell you, man, if I don't break bread with you and pour up drinks with you outside of that building. Yeah. We're not friends. No, no, we just cool. We just cool. If you have to hear that something tragic happened in my life, we just work associates. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just work associates. And that, that that's that's really it. I don't need to, you know, that, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's why I used to like like certain gigs I had that weren't corporate and office and they would just they would just tell you how you feel. I would see dudes argue in the morning, manager and regular worker, and they'd just be like, you know what, dude, I don't like you. I can't stand you. But you do a damn good job when you're here. So just leave me alone. Don't say nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go over there. See, now do your you project and your task and shit. go home. Because you're going to really end up in HR. Everybody's so sensitive. Shit. Which makes it so hard because I'd rather you not be on this sensitivity training. And just let me know point blank where do we stand. I when I was, so when I had the one management gig, and I remember the dude saying, hey, so-and-so is applying to get off of our team. When that team asks how they do, tell them they're the best thing ever going because I want them gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I was like, let that be somebody else's problem. And she was one of the worst people on our team. And he was like, but to them, she's going to be golden because I want her gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so when they asked, I was like, there's so many colorful words that never really tied me into saying that she was great, but I didn't say she was bad. And there was enough for them to be like, Oh, we'd be happy to have her here. Well, my job is done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever kind of spin I put on it, the, the job is done. I'd rather people treat me the same way. I don't really get down with you. I tolerate you. It's cool. If you ever want to get off this team, I will tell them you're the best thing smoking. Peace. And I'd be like, cool. Let's get this together. Let's work on that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I've worked with somebody like that before to the point where I had to Right, all of our managers was just like, look, if this bitch don't like me and tell her don't talk to me, don't ask me shit, find somebody else to talk to, let me do my work, and she do hers, and that's where it ends. Other than that, I don't need to have nothing to do with her at all. And the funny thing was, when I was doing management, I had women that would come over there and be like that. Because I had the one lady who was mad because the one lady walked in, Every morning said good morning to everybody. Never said it to her. And then she comes to me. She says it to everybody. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, she's really not obligated to say good morning to you. <laughs> she doesn't have to say good morning. Well, why did she say to everybody else and not me? I don't know. Like I don't know. Ass. I said, I really don't think that's something that I can pull her to the side and be like, why do you say good morning to everybody else? Because then she'll be like, well, I'm not saying good morning to nobody. And so, so then... It's going to be you that she didn't say good morning to. But now it's going to be everybody that she doesn't say good morning to. So everybody's going to come to me and say, now she doesn't say good morning at all. When there's really something between you two. Right. I can't referee that. I was like, just don't expect her to say good morning. 
Well, I sit right by the door. Well, I can move you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> it's like, so you don't have to see her when she comes in. I'm like, but motherfucker she see I she can't do you. anything about her not speaking directly to you. And it was be stuff like that that would drive me crazy. There's people who never said a word to me. Fine by me. I'm really at work to make ends and not friends. If I can make some friends while I'm there, that's a beautiful thing. I just want to get this paycheck. Pay exactly. these bills and go on home to where I can partially pay to live. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, That's all I'm trying to accomplish here. I only eat six days out of seven. Oh man, <laughs> I'm telling you. I said there people where you have those things in the break room where you have some free food come in. Everybody's like, "You're trying to take that home?" Yes, I have. I don't have much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have much. I showed up at a potluck. I bought Tupperware once because I knew we were getting it catered. I, I literally showed up with some Tupperware, and I wasn't joking. I, mm. You know what? Honestly, <clears throat> before, it kind of probably would have been just a little bit embarrassing to take more than just to play home. Now niggas go back actually expecting for them to be leftovers. Ain't no leftovers? But see, and that's why I strike early. I don't expect it to be any leftovers. See? So I already show up before anybody's even paying attention. And I done pack like two or three things worth of Tupperware. Then I sit there and listen to them all talk and say, who's already been in here grabbing stuff? And then I join in and say, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this guy who came from a different department and he left for the plate. Who was he? I don't know. He just ran in real quick and left. See? Meanwhile, I'm harboring three three full meals at my desk on top of what I'm going to actually go get when the party starts. Exactly. Times is hard. Shit. Times is hard. You put up a sign saying free food, I'm grabbing it. Yeah, well, nowadays, shit. So see just now, just go in there and see what's left. But I think now, though, so say for instance, with everybody having to return back to the office, will there be potlucks? Oh hell no! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not eating like, nothing. Nothing at all. Everything's gonna have to be catered and sent as individual plates because I'm, I'm not you, doing it. I'm nah. not. You know, the other food is always sat in that one little room. So everybody's gonna go in there breathing and reaching and grabbing. Pre COVID versus post COVID potlucks is not the same in the office anymore. No, like, you know, lids used to be off, tinfoil had be halfway <laughs> on. You know, somebody got the crock pot at their desk oh, percolating. Yeah, that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nowadays, most like that shit has been out this nigga desk all day. This nigga didn't sneeze. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Not going over. I'm not doing. And if it, if they did, hurt. I'm grabbing mine first. If it's some kind of foil brought in type of like food, like we like to order the wings from the Chinese restaurant, they order the wings. Now, see, that's different because you can always tell the bought food from the restaurant Mm -hmm. versus somebody. But see, even at that now, I'm going, I'd have to go first. Like we used to, so basically, we used to do it, we would actually call each other, whoever had to go down to help pick it up, but we're grabbing the wings. And we would pretty much meet each other in the elevator. And started divvying up the wings <laughs> before they got to the actual potluck. Because we were back, this is before COVID. We were like, I don't want everybody digging through it, grabbing on it. We had one guy, one guy. It's the it's the infamous donut story in the office, man. We had a box of freaking donuts. So first of all, the first issue we have with donuts, don't cut a donut in half and leave it in the freaking box. Take that joint out the box. 
Take that goes whole back to bar with you, nigga. when you were in school and they told you if you touch it, you take it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where that rule stopped. But now, mind you, we already deal with the half of a donut. Somebody goes one step further. <laughs> Somebody took a bite out of a donut oh, and left no. it in the box. <laughs> oh, no. Left it in the box. So when everybody opened the box, everyone's like, why is there a donut with a bite? Like, who took a bite? It just left the donut. Like, why would you do it? So now people are getting off the phones. Management's coming out because everybody's trying to figure out who would do it. <laughs> this is the worst. Like, this is like, throw the whole box away. This is yeah. a felony. Like, you can't do anything like this. You fast forward through it. We're all trying to figure it out. Here comes this one dude. How... Did I leave a donut somewhere? Oh, no. And I'm just like, huh? I believe you possibly did. You know what I'm <laughs> So just like, and at the time, it wasn't anybody else around. It was just me and him. Oh, no. So I'm kind of the right and the wrong person. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I looked at my man, and I was just like, hey, did you take a bite out of your donut? He was like, I think I did. This and this. Well, if you did, you left it in the box. No. No, like I didn't leave it in the box. Yeah. Found out later. Me and dude were talking about the whole situation on a later date. His response to me, dude, I was so coked out and hungover. Oh, no. He's like, I, I remember biting the donut and I didn't know what else happened. He's like, I, just, I was like, I was still coming down when I got to work. So I was so freaking blown. He's like, so I took a bite. I, I'm guessing I thought I was at my desk and just sat it down. <laughs> off. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Lord. He was like, I was so gone. He's like, I was still kind of like riding the high and coming down. He's like, I was literally probably just lit at work the whole first half of the day. He's like, so I, I didn't do it on purpose. He's like, but it was just one of those moments in your life. <laughs> and I was just like, all I could do. To this day, me and this dude is hecka cool. And I just be like, any donuts lately, bro? No, no, no. <laughs> like, I don't, no, no, I don't touch it. But it's one of those things to where, that's why I'm like, I was probably the right and the wrong person. Because I was just kind of like, eh, all right, then. <laughs> like, all right, bro. I've never told any, I never told anybody else. And I was just like, man, well, we figured it out. You know what I'm saying? So people know. They know the tone of the whole thing, and they know somebody was a little bit off, but no one knows who. Look, you know what I'm saying? And uh, shoot, if y'all subscribe to my podcast and start paying for it, then I might <laughs> tell you who it was. <laughs> shoot, I'll name drop for a fee. You know what I'm saying? Lord. We cool, but cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Hell. That's all I was going to tell you. I knew it was something I was going to tell you. What? I'm officially changing my name. To what? Cream? Nope. Clay Quan the Baker. Oh, hell. The unofficial member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Really? Yes. Yes, because they already have Raekwon the Chef, so I didn't want to bite his name. So I'm going to go with Clay Quan the Baker. And what's today's mathematics, my brother? Oh, man. Uh, I don't think Quan does that part. I think that was that was the keem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was that was the keem that had to tell the mathematics. Oh, Lord. 
My mathematics, I can pull up on my Navy Federal. You see, pretty much, you put three fourths cups of brown sugar in this mug and bake everything at three seventy five. You know what I'm saying? That's the mathematics, brother. I gotta go. I recall seeing where I changed my name to Quan. Anything that I had to start doing this part of it. But yes, I am officially Clay Quan, the baker, the unofficial member of the Woo. You know what I'm saying? I'm too so, and this is partly because I've been watching that whole Wu Tang thing on Hulu. I know. But then the other part is because I'm I'm finally tapping back into my Yonkers roots. So this younger bullshit. Okay. But you know what I mean. So I'm trying to find some Timberland boots, but I want somebody to put six one nine all over them too, so I can represent both of my coasts at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's going down. It's going down. You heard it here first. Really? Mm-hmm. Clay Kwan, man. I'm in the building. And I'm going to spell it both with, with K's. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go get a gold grill and all, but I actually need to take care of some real dental work first. So, I'm going to let that slide and just, you know, at this point. Just use tin you know. foil. <laughs> hey, you know, sure. I think, I think... You know what I'm saying? I think at this point in my life now, I'm just trying to keep as many that I have in my oh, mouth my and not God. really trying to decorate the ones that's there. So, you know, at this point, you know what I'm saying? I cannot <laughs> with you. But hey, you know, as soon as I get that done, then I, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Go All ahead right. and get my grill. You know what I'm saying? But I will start it next week. I will start back with the one pants leg up and all that to represent for my people. Please don't. I have to represent. Okay. Yeah. Clay Quan the Baker, huh? Yeah. Clay Quan the Baker is in the building, man. So what are we going to call you for short? I mean, shoot. Pick and choose. You know, Baker, Quan, you know I mean? Whatever works. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, whatever works, man. I, I let I let the, the short part of it flow naturally. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> just however somebody's feeling at that moment. You know what I mean? Just kind of, you know what I mean? Just let it go right there. You know what I mean? What if we feel like throwing a shoe at your ass? <laughs> you ain't from Yonkers. You yeah. ain't the unofficial member. <laughs> How? Who are you to judge who is and who's not? Because you know what I'm saying. You can't just become an unofficial member. Now. I have watched two seasons of that show. They ain't even a group no more. Well, that's. Did you ever really see them all together in the first place? They had a West Coast chapter. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Sure. You don't know that. You say this sorority? You say, it'd be a fraternity. But they had a West Coast fraternity, chapter. Whatever the fuck. Good grief. They had it. Look, man, whatever. That you are not the judge who can it cannot be. That's my word, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, Right, so anyhow, that's 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 where I stand with that. Yep, we're gonna let that be. We're that's where I stand with that. I'm gonna see if I can get a couple of more brothers to join on this side, and uh, you know what I'm saying, get it popping, man. Oh, okay, killer bees in the building. You know what I'm saying that that's part of the woo, huh? <laughs> they were killer bees at one point. See, do your history. Are you asking me the mathematics? Do your no. history. No, no, no. Do I your history. That's part of the woo. That's part of the woo. They was killer bees. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. And I even ran today listening to some of our music. Oh, now you included now, huh? Yes. Which, which verse was yours? 
No, no, no. I didn't appear on the album. Oh, okay. I didn't appear on the album. All right. So you was back. I mean, how many dudes was in the group? You never really know. Anyway, oh, okay. so I, I could say that I did backgrounds on such and such, but no, I mean, it is what it is. But as of today, yes, I am. Okay. Whatever, man. Haters. Yeah. Yep. Haters. I'm just. I'm. Yep. Haters. I'm gonna get the. I'm a, haters. I'm gonna get the first shirt to say hater. Whatever, man. You is a lie. I am not. I am not. So anyhow. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so rogue. Okay, so since we are on, on the East Coast, my side of the world, question for you is, if there was, which is everybody's geeking and buzzing off of, if there was a Diddy versus Dre, a Diddy versus Dre, how do you think this would go? They only have 20 songs. 20, huh? They only get 20 songs. Diddy versus Dre. I think Dre would win. I think he would would have. I think he would. Yeah, I think he would. I think it'd be an even matchup, right? But I think Dre would have the bigger uh, the bigger catalog. Now you figure it's only twenty songs. It is only twenty songs, but Dre has more versatility amongst artists than Diddy does. Even though Diddy has a lot of variety, mm-hmm. but he utilizes the same people over and over. Not saying that Dre doesn't; he does, but he has the same and more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, See? I think Dre would be able to come with twenty different songs by at least twenty different people, or at least by at least ten. Mm-hmm. Versus Diddy might have maybe five, maybe seven people. See, Diddy songs with. Well, you got, and I guess is is strategically how they would set up their songs. It would be because you figure, you know, what I mean, Diddy might depending, Diddy might get Dre with. Some of the R and B, but at the same time, Dre produced some R and B that we don't don't even know he was behind the scenes producing. Right, which is scary because you know I mean he has one song, I forget the girl's name, but this it I don't even know if it ranks on the R and B side. But this cat, that song was like huge, and I didn't even know he had it. I was watching the other cats talk about it. I was like, what the? I was like, Dre was on that. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if you throw him out there, and then. Where people think it's unfair, if you're doing it in a concert type of setting, you have some people that feel like Dre shouldn't be allowed to bring out certain artists because most of the hits from Bad Boy, the artists have passed away. How is that his fault? I mean, that's what the one guy was like. That ain't got nothing to do. They were like, I understand what you're saying. They said, but. That don't got nothing to do with him. Dre's going to bring out Snoop. He's gonna bring out Eminem, you know. Say he's gonna bring out these people that he's gonna bring out game. He's gonna bring out people that are still here. Why can't they show up? Because half a bad boy's catalog then passed away. Right. Just like well, they can't bring out Biggie. They can't bring out Craig Max. They can't bring out Black Rob. But to be honest, though, based on what Black Rob before he passed, I don't think that he would 
be brought out if he was alive based on the relationship from him and Diddy. Now, hold on. No disrespect, but it seemed like Black Rob might have needed the end, so he might have. But that was, that's the thing. I don't think Diddy was messing with the man no more. <laughs> like, I mean, he don't got to, but, you know, everything got a price, and if it's, the price is right, you can get out uh, there and do your thing. You might have to bring him with a medical staff, but... You know, let's say he was in good health, and I'm pretty sure he would have did it. Well, yeah, he would have came out, and you know. But the cool part about it is, it would really depend on which direction that you want to go. Because Drake could do his first Chronic album, just kind of sit back and clown. He could do Snoop's first album and just kind of sit back and clown. Yeah. Then you think about it, even when he was on Bad Terms or before Bad Terms, the whole Tupac catalog. So any song you played from Biggie, he could pretty much counter with something from Tupac. You know, say they both had songs with Bone Thugs. You know what I mean? Just saying. It's just a it's a, it's it's a bad look. That's why I said like he could probably almost bring out the same artist, if not more. So that's why mm-hmm. I think Dre would be. You know, they're both in the same category, but I think. Uh, Dre would have more artists that he can present and have a, a lot more songs. Cause Did Dre produce something with Faith? I want to say yeah. For some reason, I think he did, but I think he's worked with Faith, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> he definitely see that was the thing they brought up too. I'm pretty sure he did something with Buster Rhymes. Diddy's gonna lay on that catalog of Mary J. for his R and B, and that's the one guy was like, well. Dre produced for Mary J too. He did. He was like, so she'd be on stage like Ashanti, having to go back and forth. Because you, you remember, <laughs> you know, Mary and Diddy fell out for me. Yeah, and then she she you know, bounced on. She came back. You mm-hmm. know, they made a man. So, mm-hmm. you know, and who do you go to? The best on the West. And I give it to Diddy. He's he is the best on the East. Yeah, as far as putting all that together and moving. The cat I feel bad for is Jermaine Dupri. Because <laughs> nobody wants to do it with him. It's like nobody is like you're not on that level. I guess he tried to fight back and say, "Well, I have I, I wrote so many different songs and this and that," but that's still cool and that's cute. You know what I mean? But you're not in the same category as Diddy and Dre. No, you're just not in the same category. No, I think he is known as an as an OG, but. He's been pretty regional. And that's the thing. You know, like after, you know, Jagged Edge to Brad Bow Wow, he remained pretty regionally centered. Mm-hmm. And um, if he has produced other artists that have gained national notoriety or international notoriety, He's done a good job at keeping it under wraps because nobody knows. <laughs> that, so. You know, I mean, he, remember, to keep in mind, too, if you look at Dre, he also did that work with Black Street and Teddy. You know what I'm he saying? Did. So, he did. I mean, he's had his hands in some. I think it's one of those things to where I understand Diddy wanted to go up against him because he feels like there's nobody on his level. But then I also understand Dr. Dre not doing it. Because to him, nobody's on his level. It's not. You know what I mean? Look, you go back to everything this man touched straight out of Compton. You know what I'm saying? You go straight out of Compton, the whole album up there. Dre is an originator and Mm -hmm. and Diddy is a visionary. 
<clears throat> so those two go good together. And um, I think would be, you know, a good versus. I don't necessarily know where Jermaine Dupree would fit in in that in that that aspect. I don't really know who Jermaine Dupree could go up against. You know what I mean? They're proud of Timberland, but he already did his, but I only think he could still go with Timberland because Timberland's catalog is so far out there. He can't do Timberland. And who did Timberland go up against? Oh, you know who they said? Timberland went up against Swiss. And that made sense because Mm -hmm. the only other person Timberland could actually go up against is Pharrell. And Pharrell and Timberland are actually cousins, and they're too much. But see? And that's the other person they brought up to go against Jermaine Dupri is Pharrell. But see, I don't think he can do Pharrell either. But I think that would be his closest to someone that he could deal with. No. Because remember, though, now keep in mind, Jermaine Dupri does have some Jay-Z work in there, too. No. You know what I'm saying? So. No. I mean. No. I, w- I would watch him and Pharrell. No. Jay, look, Jermaine Dupri also did some Mariah Carey work. No. You know what I mean? I mean. Who all, I mean, okay, who all has Pharrell, Pharrell touched? F- Snoop. Uh, Jermaine Dupree got some work with Snoop. When? What year? What decade? Back with Bow Wow in there. Little Bow Wow or just Bow Wow? or Little Bow, Bow Wow. Or okay, so you when he was saying? like 10. Then he still has the brat. He still had a. So I'm nothing saying, recent. Okay, but see, but that's the thing, though. Everybody looks at a lot of the stuff as, but when you do what you do with the legends, though, but then you kind of pull their whole catalog because think about it. What has Diddy produced lately? Now, hold on, hold on. What has Diddy produced within 10 years? What has he produced? Okay, within 10 years, yeah, was like 10 years ago. Well, I'm saying he, but that's still 10 years. Well, it was the Pussycat Dolls, whatever the fuck they was called. You. it's still within 10 years, though. I'm saying it's, you're still going to pull. Jermaine Dupree? Keep in mind, though, you're Not only pulling years. You're only pulling your 20 best songs. Bow Wow was like 30-something years old. It's right, but he 20. produced after that, though, too. What? He's produced. I don't know what else. He's <laughs> produced. <laughs> the man married Janet Jackson. That's credited itself. He never married her. He was with her. He got the draws. That's more than a lot of us got. That's not producing. He produced something. Dang it. Sperm, possibly. Ugh, a whole lot Never of it. took. But anyhow. I mean, come on, I man. I love Jermaine Dupree. He's a good... I liked all the groups that he, he produced and he managed and he got out there. Jagged Ed, Escape, all of them. I wasn't a Bow Wow fan because he was too young. The Brat, oh, I loved it. But there is nobody that I think he could really go up against. That w- it would make sense. But you got to figure though, if he did, because you got to remember, even Pharrell, mm-hmm. Pharrell at one time was the Swiss Beats of his time. Everybody wanted to work with Pharrell. Pharrell worked with Kanye. He made that whole happy song that everybody in the world. Regardless if you can speak English or not, knows. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean it's a good song. 
Nigga, it is a theme song for being happy. Right, but does that make it a good song in a versus battle with only 20 songs to play? It is because that the song, theme song. The look, song went national and worldwide. The song is international. This song, if you do this song at a versus, there's a line dance. To how the many song. folks is gonna really be like this? Is the, this is this is that fire? How many people made I line dances to Jermaine Dupri? If songs? you play happy at versus, and then Jermaine Dupri turned right around and played either version of, of "Let's what? Get Married." Let's Get Married is going to get more people in that crowd than happy. You a damn lie. I'd bet money on it. You are a I would bet money damn on it. Lie. I would bet money on it. No. I would bet money on it. No. Nope. I would put money on it. It might be it <clears throat> might it might be close, but I doubt it. You know what I mean? I, one look, I'm going to say this. A lot one, of people are not happy these days. Look, look. Just that song Let's Just Get Married is the ultimate wedding anthem. At the same time, it is old, it is tired, it is played, and I'm tired of that song. So I guess you ain't going to play that at your... <laughs> no. I love the song. It was beautiful when it came out. I think the version it's, with Reverend Ren on it is the best. It's been overplayed. Just like Happy. No. And people are not happy. No, though. See, Happy got a different kind of vibe. I'd rather listen to Mary J's Happy. Yeah, I would. I think we all would. But what I'm saying is, at the same time, he didn't produce that shit either, though. No, he didn't. I just rather hear her version. Well, either way. That that wasn't anything to do with verses. I just like Mary J's. If we're comparing anything, I'm sorry. I I love Let's Get Married, but ain't nobody trying to listen to Let's Get Married unless they're at a wedding or about to get married. Not if they play the fast version. Still. Oh, they, they come on now. They had the line dance at the end of uh, that brother's thing or that married show where the the brother hung the dude out the balcony and all that and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, and they all started dancing, line dancing to it. Yeah, in the movie. In real life, they would do it too. Yeah. I'm, you know, but hey, yeah. they're just trying to find something for the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? I so, mean, honestly, the song is Let's Get Married. Who's dancing to the song unless they at a wedding or trying but to get married? At the married? same time, though, Jermaine Dupri still has his catalog with Escape and all them people. So, I mean. When's he, the last time Escape made a CD? What I'm saying is, when they, so when they, do, when they do verses, it's your top 20 songs. Yeah. and Does Pharrell have 20 top songs that yes. could top anything that Jermaine Dupri has made? Yes. 20 of Jermaine Dupri's. Lemonade. Lemonade by who? Rihanna, Pharrell, DJ Khaled. Lemonade? I've never I've, see. I've never even heard of that song. How's that top twenty? If if I haven't heard of it, it's not top twenty. You've heard of it. I'm pretty sure I haven't. You've heard of it. No. The whole world has heard of it. Uh, you know. If it's not, I can't remember. But I, but I, I've, I've heard of my little secret. What? Escape. You know what? <laughs> Jermaine Dupree, good luck, brother. I don't know who you're going to do it with, man. But this is probably some local San Diego producer you could run up against, I guess, at this point. Who's in Texas? Paul Wall? He don't produce, man. Okay, I tried. You have to go like the Swisher House or somebody, I think. Swisher House? No. 
That's an insult to that man. Um, that's that's just that is just a solid. That is a solid. That is a solid insult I mean, to that trying, man. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Jamaica. I mean, there's really I, nobody I else, Dupree, man. But I just, I really don't. But be feel... fair, though. Think about it. If we're going back and saying history and so forth, when the locks went against Cameron's crew, the locks ain't put nothing new out in years, and everything they did was all mixtape old stuff. When Teddy Riley went against Babyface, Teddy Riley ain't produced nothing in years. It was all old stuff. Yeah, but you see, know what I'm saying? They was in the same genre. Dude, when Snoop and DMX went at each other, DMX hadn't had nothing out in over ten years. Same genre, you know same age. They were putting music out at the same time. At but the some point, point I'm making though Jermaine is Dupree fell the fuck hits. off. Um, the point I'm making is hits. They went back into the crates for the hits. Okay, so who who was who was big when Jermaine Dupree was out? Oh no! Who was out there like making shit? As far as beats go, yeah, I'd have to do some research, man. I don't know, but just based on the cats the fact who have that been you on the actual show, research is is well. The point I'm making is the cats that I've seen from the Breakfast Club to these other cats on here, they're all saying that the only person that's left for him to go against that would fall into the category that would be a good competition. And these are from the cats in the industry, as they're saying, Pharrell. That's and, and I'm gonna just tell you, in my opinion, yeah, keep it for real, man. That is very disrespectful. <laughs> very disrespectful. Well, I mean, it's disrespectful. And I only say that because I feel like Pharrell was the motherfucking. Because I I know you remember the nep what was it Neptunes, Neptunes. and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like for a long time he was doing shit with Snoop he was doing but could shit he with actually everybody. do stuff from the Neptunes or is it just Pharrell? No, because Pharrell went off and did his own thing. He right. literally had so the Neptunes and then went off and did his would own it be shit as Pharrell. Just the stuff that Pharrell has done for real, or can he bring? Because the Neptune stuff was when he was really hot. That's not the little ringtones came out. But no, it's not though. The Neptunes was the buzz, and that was before anybody ever knew who the fuck the Neptunes was, because the Neptunes was already the buzz on the East Coast. Well, you know who? Well, you know who's responsible for this whole thing with Pharrell? Because I, I, you know who's responsible for putting he Pharrell do some, on? Okay, so hold on. Who? Y'all remember Khalees, right? Of course, mm-hmm. I love Khalees. I think he pro- helped produce Khalees' shit. So Her stuff ne- wasn't that good. Don't. Look, don't hate. <laughs> she had like two songs, yo. So what? Her shit was. <laughs> so I wouldn't really throw that into his his, no. his resume, yo. Look, but do just you because know? Because she didn't deliver on the songs, don't do mean you the beat know wasn't who put Pharrell on? Who put the Neptunes on? No, and I don't care. The person that, but this is the reason why I say was it Jermaine Dupree with him and Versus? The person that put him on was it Jermaine? Dupree? Who even said? Possibly Jermaine Dupree would be a decent matchup. Noriega put him on. For who? For he put on Pharrell. Before Noriega from CNN, Capone Noriega, <coughs> he is the one who introduced the world to the Neptunes of Pharrell. When he first did his album Super Thug, okay. did that song, what, 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 all that business, that was produced by that song was by Pharrell and the Neptunes. Okay. CNN was the first dude. Noriega was the first cat to put that dude in the game. So he's just like, y'all can thank me because I, I went and got this dude okay. and put him on. 
So he so he's sitting there saying him and Jermaine Dupree would probably be the most that they that they could get out of that. Because think about it, Who be made fair him though. The expert. Be fair though. Who else could Pharrell go against? Because he can't mess with Dre and all them. Tim he can't Blaine. mess with you can't mess with Tim Swiss Blaine, Beats. If, I, mean, I guess if you want to have a father son relationship, yeah. What you mean father son? If he wants to be like the son, giving respect to the father, he could sit there with Timberland and Swiss. That's cool. That's they cute. They in the same age group. That's cute. They in the same age group. He could sit there and pay respect to the OGs. That's cool. Okay, call it what you, know you want. <laughs> I don't look. Regardless of, I think it is super disrespectful to Pharrell to put him up against Jermaine Dupree. I see why some people would, but I'm telling you, Jermaine Dupree would lose only because, regardless, yeah, we're so, not saying he would win. They're just trying to say what would be a decent versus. They're decent. not saying that he would win. They're just saying what would be something decent for the two. So you want him to play everything before 2000? I mean, they're going to pull their biggest hits. Before 2000. Because I'm saying Dude. after 2000, Jermaine Dupree don't got nothing. Okay. But then listen to what you're saying, though, because at the same time, if Diddy and Dre were to do something, their biggest hits were from years ago. Yeah. So it's the same thing. They're going back and pulling stuff out the craze. They're not going to pull out the Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Diddy's not going to pull out the French Montana. The hell you know what I'm saying? No, they only got 20 songs. And those 20 songs ain't the biggest songs that they did. Okay. So they're not going to pull those new cats. They're going to go back. He's going to probably break out Mary J's My Life. You know he's going to run his Biggie stuff. Dre's going to break out Gin and Juice and Snoop and with Eminem. He's going to go back and dig out his old stuff. And then you might get one or two within the last 10 year songs to come out. Because it's about your 20 best songs ever. So you telling me Drew Hill is going to come back out? It's possible. That dragon. <laughs> I don't know who wants to own producing a thong song, but I don't know who wants to produce that. But on a serious note, Drew Hill has been calling everybody out. They want Boys to Men or Jagged Edge. Now that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Jagged Edge does. Jagged Edge, yes. Boys to Men, no. No. But Jagged Edge, yes. Yeah, those two I could see. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know how they put I guess it's it's cool to aim high. You know what I mean? It's cool to as a matter of fact, I'm calling out Charlemagne the God, Joe Button. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wanna I wanna podcast versus with the both of them. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Sure. <laughs> Now, I might end up with Sam down the street, but I, I shot out. I'm shooting high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <'Cause> the hell? <laughs> I can't. I'll just, hey, man. Hey, but they they seriously are. Poor boys to men probably want no part of They're just probably sitting back laughing at it. The brother <laughs> with the bass, if he's still alive, I hope he still is, but he's not even messing with them. But, but see, that's my thing. Never mind. Exactly. So, yeah, that whole part in itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That whole part in itself. Cause. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. All right. So I, I don't know, man. Then uh, but now, real quick, if you think about the verses with Diddy and Dre, by some means we all seem to keep forgetting about Jodeci too. 
But I think Jodeci has some work done on the West Coast too because they was messing with Death Row for a while. So, I don't know, man. But we will end this on a very important topic. As much as I I appreciate and love Jermaine Dupri's contribution, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see. I'm going to tell you now. I don't see it. Pharrell has no song. No song, no song that can compete against. Jump, jump, everybody, jump, jump. And I know that's a joke. (laughs) 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 All right, so before we go, we will end on a very important public service announcement. Disrespectful. Very important service announcement, man. I'm trying to do something for the people. How, how can I say this? How can I say this? Wingstop is not epic <laughs> wings. <laughs> they are not. And I'm going to end it with that. But the next time I talk to y'all, I will go into detail. Oh, Wingstop is not epic wings. Show ain't. Show the hell ain't. I actually want to refund, but we will talk about that next time. But y'all just take that morsel for real and, and, and swallow that. Shed a tear for them. <laughs> I was so mad. I felt like my thirty two seventy six was so wasted. I think we would have better off getting some freaking chicken nuggets from somewhere. <laughs> it was like eating. I'm gonna tell y'all about it next time. But just understand me. Wingstop is not epic. It's an epic failure, but it is not epic wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We about here, man. Peace.